Hello folks, I am Chris, uh, and I'm here to talk about basically the NFL trades, franchise tags, and etc. Here we go. So, we're going to start off with the Texans trading the best receiver in the NFL, um, their number one option, Deshaun Watson's number one option. They traded away literally the best player or best receiver in the NFL, DeAndre Hopkins. Why, Houston? I don't get it. And you you trade him away for some washed up David Johnson for whatever's left of this man? Oh my, for goodness sake. I, I don't get So, Bill O'Brien... What he's done for Houston so far is nothing good at all. Nothing. Start came in. He trades all the way there. All of all of their first round draft picks away. Right? All of them. Well, y'all don't have a first round draft pick for the next four years. Unless y'all magically can get one. Which Brian will not be able to do for y'all. Um, he cost them a trip to the AFC Championship game. And potentially a Super Bowl because Tennessee, I don't think Tennessee would have gotten past that Houston team if they, if Houston were, were to play like the way they did against Kansas City uh, in that first half. Or in the first quarter, not first half, first quarter. Because that first half ended dramatically. Um, so he's cost two major things. And now you trade away the best receiver in football for David Johnson. No disrespect, David Johnson. David Johnson used to be really good. But you don't trade away the best receiver in football for a washed-up running back. You have four running backs now. Who's your other wide receiver? Will Fuller? For goodness sake, what did he do last season? Who? I, I don't even know who else. Kenny Stills? <laughs> he came from Miami, and he wasn't much in Miami. Who else is your receivers? Who is Watson supposed to throw to when he's running for his life because there's no offensive line? I just don't understand O'Brien's logic. I just don't know what he's doing with this team. They need to fire him and just restart. You need a new coach. You need a new GM. And don't make your coach your GM. GM, that is not the move. Alright, next thing. Case Keenum signing with the Browns. Three-year, $18 million. I don't understand what Cleveland is doing. I don't know what Case is doing. Now, Cleveland, you draft this guy named Baker Mayfield. Went to Oklahoma. Was really good at Oklahoma. Had a, He's had a couple shaky years in his first years in the NFL. Get it. But you're getting a guy that's... He's kind of old, not going to lie. And why would you draft Baker Mayfield for just a couple years later? You're going to sign Case Keenum to a three-year, $18 million deal. Who is your quarterback? Like, who is your quarterback? Are you trusting Case? Are you trusting Baker Mayfield? Because I don't see no confidence in neither one of them. Um, I really, I really don't. Um, it, it's not like it's a one-year deal or two-year deal. It's three years worth $18 million. And you have Baker on, I guess, I guess he's not a free agent, right? 
He's been in the league for only two years, and it's they're on a four-year rookie deal. I think that's what that is. So you still have Baker for, I think, at least another year. Maybe two. I, I just don't understand what they're doing in Cleveland. It's not as bad as Houston, but it's pretty it's getting there. Uh, Dolphins signed Kyle Van Noy, the former Patriot, to a four-year deal for $51 million. It's a good pickup, but if you have no offense, your defense doesn't mean anything. Let's be honest. Um, but good pickup. You know, he will be missed in New England uh, because they're... I'm a Patriots fan. Everybody knows this, but I don't know what we're doing right now. We're letting all our defense players just walk. We still haven't even re-signed Brady yet. We haven't even signed a backup quarterback. Nothing. I don't know what we're doing in New England. I really don't. Um... A good pickup for the Dolphins. I don't really know what else to say about this. Um, like I said, you have to have an offense, you know. Uh, Jimmy Graham uh, decided to sign with the Bears. Two-year deal. Uh, worth $16 million. He was previously with the Packers. Um, yeah, he's kind of like just a journeyman now. He was really good um, in his early years. In his four for, by his sixth year in the league or something like that, he kind of started just to decline. So, I don't know what the Bears are going to use him for. Trubisky seems like he can't even throw to anybody. So, yep. Uh, another Patriot, uh, or former Patriot, Jamie Collins, signs with the Lions. Three years worth $30 million. Once again, another situation. You have no offense. It could change this year. You could be signing, um, drafting Tua uh, from Alabama. Could be. but And their defense is a joke, so I guess that helps them out. So, Raiders signed Marcus Mariota. I couldn't find the money worth on this one, but I don't know what it's worth. I'm pretty sure it's like a two-year, maybe three-year deal. I don't see. I don't think they signed over four years. Um, well, that eliminates the uh, Tom Brady going to Vegas option, I guess, because they have Derek Carr still, and they have Marcus Mariota. So, it looks like Brady's not going there, so... I did see reports that Brady's down to two teams, I think, and that's the um, Buccaneers and the Patriots. I really don't know where he's going to go. I At this point, as a Patriots fan, you're just like, uh, we're in a tough situation. We've let all our best defensive players walk, and we still don't have a quarterback. So we're kind of in a slump right now, but I don't know. This is the big one that just came out just a couple hours ago. The Vikings have officially traded Stephon Diggs for a first, fourth, fifth, and sixth-round draft pick. Unlike the Texans, the Vikings got a first-round draft pick, but I don't really know what they're doing trading uh, one of the best receivers in football, Stephon Diggs. I mean, you get draft picks out of it, but I wouldn't trade Stephon Diggs. And if I did, I would want a little bit more out of him. And that's pretty good, but maybe two first, take away the sixth round. I don't know. Um, Amari Cooper has signed a five-year deal worth $100 million with the Cowboys. Um, I think this is good for Dallas. They're trying to keep that core together. It's not a bad move for Dallas, um, but I don't know. I mean, Amari Cooper, he's worth that money. He's good, but what if Dak decides to leave next year? You know, what if he decides to leave? Now you're stuck with all these receivers, high, highly paid receivers, and a, and a $90 million running back that you paid last at the end of last offseason. 
but you have no quarterback. So, um, good pickup though. I, I mean, not good pickup, but good resign. I, I like it. Dallas is trying to keep that core together. So, yeah. Um, Kirk Cousins extends his uh extends a two year deal worth sixty six million. Um, so I think that didn't make sense. They extended Kurt, but they traded Stefan. Didn't kind of get that whole thing. So I don't uh I don't get why you would trade your star receiver and then resign a okay quarterback. He's not. He's not a great, he's not a winner. We've seen this many times. He's not a winner. But, um, Bengals, uh, they place a franchise tag on AJ Green. This is good because I believe deep down in my heart they're going to draft Joe Burrow. So you're going to have Mixon in the backfield with Joe Burrow at quarterback, and you're going to have AJ Green at wide receiver and whoever else they're going to be picking up. So, not a bad move from the Bengals. They will be on the rise. Um, they just need a new head coach. Um, so, yeah. Um, the Titans placed a franchise tag on Derrick Henry. This was good. This was very, very good. Um, for the fact that uh, he's the best running back in football. Um, he uh, pretty much took the league by storm this year. Damn near carried them into the Super Bowl, literally. Um, beat the Patriots in Foxborough. Uh, Tannehill literally single-handedly beat the Patriots. He beat the 14-2 and Ravens. You know, and yeah, there's a lot of things that went down in that game. It wasn't just him, but literally, he literally carried them to the AFC Championship game. So, uh, Titans, they're doing well with that. Uh the Cowboys also placed the franchise tag on Dak Prescott. I don't know what Dallas is doing. I think that this is a bad move because what if Dak just decides to sit out this year? What if he just says, I'm not going to play? Because they're not paying him the money that he wants. Literally, they offered him a good amount. I mean, who doesn't want that amount? But I don't know. I don't know what to say about this one because... Like I said, you signed Amari Cooper to a five-year deal worth $100 million, But come around next year, Dak Prescott's gone, possibly. There's no way he's signing for less than the max deal, you know? So, it's kind of like these teams are doing good moves, but they're doing bad moves. Like the Vikings, they traded Stephon Diggs, but they extended Kurt Cousins. I don't understand that. And then the Titans signed Ryan Tannehill to a four-year deal worth 118 mil. Um, that also takes away the Brady sweepstakes. Tennessee's obviously not interested in Tom Brady. They're looking forward to the future. They don't want a 42-year-old, almost 43-year-old quarterback. So it looks like those Mike Vrabel and Tom Brady FaceTime calls didn't mean absolutely nothing. Same thing with the Raiders. Um... Dana White from UFC's uh, call to Tom Brady means absolutely nothing. So, I think today was a huge just mix around in the league. It's pretty amazing to see what has transpired. Uh, I did not see this coming from any of these teams. But let's go back to that Texans trade. I live in Houston, Texas, okay? And for me, this is 
this is a, 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 a head scratcher. I'm the moment I seen it, I said, well, the first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go look on social media, and you know, I have friends that are diehard Texans fans. You know, they're diehard. You know, and I really felt bad for them because they Houston was on the rise to something. You had Hopkins, Fuller. You know, Kenny Stills for when he was good. You had, you know, all you needed really was an offensive line to protect Watson. You know, you had a stud in Watson. Watson's it. Watson is a freaking stud. He's a stud. He can flat out ball, you know. He can, he can throw the football. He can run the football. You know, he's going to be very, very good in the NFL. Uh, and it's only, what, his third year, fourth year? He's really good. And you had something so good. You just needed an offensive line and maybe maybe um, a couple more, like maybe a tight end. Yeah, they needed a tight end. Um, but, and then you trade away Hopkins. And I'm thinking, well, let's go see what the diehard Texans fans think. Some are saying, man, just wherever he goes, I go. Some are saying, like, what, what you know, I'm not going to say it, but WTF pretty much. Like, so many emotions are being poured into one trade because – when I first saw it, it only showed one of the one of the receiving ends. It only showed that the Texans had gotten David Johnson. And I'm thinking, okay, what did they give up? There's always going to be something they give up. I said, no, probably O'Brien just traded more second, third round draft picks and for an all right running back. And then I see Hopkins is traded. I'm like, what? Like, this doesn't add up. And I even seen a post later on where it was like, even Madden, even Madden is smarter than O'Brien or something like that. Where Madden wouldn't allow that trade to exactly happen. And I'm thinking, this doesn't make any sense. Like, how could you trade away the best wide receiver in football to, you know, for a washed up running back? And now if you think about it, look who Kyler Murray has it. To throw the football to. He's got Hopkins. He's got um, Fitzgerald. He's got. Um, he's got a couple other weapons. I'm pretty sure. But and now Watson doesn't even have a number one. Can he steals this? What has he done in the past year or two? Um, Fuller. He's only good when he wants to be. You know, he was returning from injury. He's injury prone. So offensive line's going to not help Watson at all. He's going to be running for his life. And then now that he doesn't have Hopkins to necessarily bail him out in a way where, because Hopkins before could create some space. And, and so Watson, when he's on the run, he could just kind of throw it to him. Hopkins is not there anymore. So now you have Watson looking for some wide receivers out there and he doesn't have any. Or, or the ones he does have are either injury prone or they just don't do anything. So, I just don't understand the situation that's transpiring in Houston. I don't know what O'Brien is thinking. If they fire him, it would be the greatest thing. But at this point, they may have fired him a little bit too late. They may have acted a little bit too late on this whole O'Brien situation. Because now, you've lost. You've officially lost the best wide receiver in football. And who do you have now? You have some dude named David Johnson and three other running backs with a dude named Kenny Stills that's good when he wants to be and Will Fuller when 
you know, he, he decides he's not going to be injured, that's just unbelievable to me. <clears throat> Alright, folks, we're going to talk about the Tom Brady sweepstakes. The reports that I've been hearing now about this is Brady's going to go to Tampa because they have, they have you know, Mike Evans out there. They have a good offensive line. Obviously, Tampa doesn't have the worst of weather. Giselle would get her warm weather. That's another big thing that I heard Giselle wants. She wants warmer weather. Um, so it comes down to two teams, Brady, uh, Buccaneers, and Patriots. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know. At first, I thought he was going to the Raiders. And after they just signed Marcus Mariota for whatever reason, and then Tannehill obviously re-signed with the Titans. I'm thinking, well, what now? I mean, he's only really got two options, though, if he's just going to go out of nowhere and go to the Panthers or something. But, you know, there's only a couple of teams that were interested in him up until this point. So I'm thinking, where's Brady going to resign? Is, or where's Brady going to sign? Is he going to sign with the Patriots and just try to finish out his career with them and try to do whatever? Or is he going to go somewhere else, try to learn a whole new system in a matter of three months? Oh, no telling because of this whole coronavirus thing. He may not even be able to learn the new system. And if I'm Tom Brady, I don't want to do that. I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to do that. So what I'm thinking is what Tom Brady should do. Take a little bit less than what the Patriots were going to give him. Tell the Patriots, go out and just sign somebody. Just sign somebody. Before the other, uh, what's called, before, like, the other free agents go, you know? There's some still good wide receivers out there. Um, draft, draft a couple wide receivers, maybe. Draft, uh, draft a tight end. You need a new tight end. Your tight end situation is terrible in New England. Offensive line, you need some new offensive linemen. They're getting run over, literally. Brady's getting tumbled out there. Pummeled. Um... You obviously have to try to find, go find some new defenders. We only have Gilmore. We, we only resigned our basically our cornerbacks and safeties. Uh, we don't have no defensive linemen, defensive tackles out there. But, uh, Kyle Van Noy is gone. And Jamie Collins, both are really good assets that are gone. We've let Hawk. Because we're still trying to get this Brady sweepstakes. So I think that we're making a huge mistake on trying to resign Tom Brady because... Now we don't even have a defense. And unless Tom Brady looks to keep us in these games for 17 or 16 games this year, I don't really see us uh, doing much this year. I'm going to be honest with you. As a Patriots fan, this is me not being biased. And when I talk about sports, I try not to be biased, you know, because nobody likes a biased person, you know, especially when someone's talking about sports. But... I don't see the Patriots doing anything this year, especially with this whole new only one team gets a bye. That means you've got to realize that one team that gets a bye is most likely going to make it to the Super Bowl because, I mean, that, that the one team doesn't have to worry about playing wild card weekend, you know? So New England is really in some deep water right now, and if I'm the Patriots, coming from my Patriots fan, if I could tell the Patriots one thing, I'm just going to be like, let Brady walk. You've already lost two of our defensive assets. Let Brady walk. Just bring in somebody. Man, start developing Jared Simmons while you have Bill Belichick at, you know, right now. Because Bill Belichick's not going to be coaching for much longer. I can tell you that now. He's getting tired. 
and he's getting frustrated of having to deal with Tom Brady, Tom Brady's fantasies, and what Tom Brady wants. And I'm sorry to say this, Tom Brady's the GOAT. I I will always have respect and love for Tom Brady. You know, Tom Brady is a top five player in all of NFL history, maybe even number one, potentially, because of what he's done. And if he leaves, I won't be mad at him. But we need to let Brady go. It's at the time where we need to let Tom Brady go. We need to let him do his own thing. If he wants to go to Tampa, let him go to Tampa. If he wants to go to Carolina, let him go to Carolina. I've heard even maybe the Bears are going to shoot a shot at him. Let him go to Chicago. I mean, let him go where he wants to go. Don't pull his arm because you're losing out on free agents. Literally, when I saw Kyle Van Noy's gone, I'm frustrated. That's when I got frustrated. I said, no, Brady's got to go. Brady's got to go. We're losing our defense because we're trying to keep a 42-year-old quarterback that possibly has a little bit more juice left in him, but we don't know that for sure. When we played the Ravens last year, we got killed. Murder. Brady kept us in the game, but it really wasn't all that. So, I don't know. We need to pay some receivers, too. We we have they're not rookies anymore, but we have receivers that can't catch. They can't catch. Like, what What are you doing in the NFL if you cannot catch a football? I know high schoolers on the varsity team for my school that could catch better than some of those receivers. I know three varsity receivers that are better than those receivers. And people are like, no, you can't say that because these guys are high school players. And these guys are NFL players. That's, that's BS. It's BS. Because... These receivers, I watched the Patriots game. I do my I do my homework. They were terrible. Jacoby Myers is terrible. Julian Edelman, he's he's not terrible, but he's getting old. He's getting old, okay? And I'll give credit to Julian Edelman though. He did play through injury, but he's getting old. We need young, fast receivers that can catch. And if I have to go to a high school to pull that out, I'm fine with that. They need to go ahead and go to Springwood's High School. And I can give I can write an email to the Patriots right now and tell them these three guys need to be on, on, on your watch. They need to be on your watch. Because this is ridiculous. We have no receiver. After Gronk left, we had no tight end. Who's our tight I don't even know who our tight end is. That's how bad it's gotten for New England. I don't even know who our tight end is. And I'm a diehard fan. So I just think that Brady's time in New England needs to be ended we loved Tom. He gave us a great 20-year run, six rings, nine Super Bowls. I think it's time to call it quits on the Brady saga. And maybe maybe he needs to find out for himself that the grass isn't green on the other side. Maybe it is. Who knows at this point. Um, so this kind of episode was about... Uh, just the NFL and everything that went on in the NFL. Um, I hope you guys are um, going to enjoy these podcasts. I will upload the podcast every Tuesday and every Thursday. Uh, unless something huge happens uh, in between those days, then it will be a short little five-minute podcast about whatever happened. Uh, just thank you guys for this time. And uh, just make sure you subscribe and you listen in every Tuesday and Thursday. I'm Chris Klaus. And remember, always listen in. Peace out, guys. Bye.